The Panthers pre-game podcast on Panthers Radio in association with Zionomics. Going to look ahead to matches this weekend, of course, at home to Sheffield and then on the road in Cardiff. Bit of a big weekend, though. Lots of news. And as ever, I'm joined by the former Panthers netminder, Dan Green and John O'Bullard. Evening, gents. Evening, guys. Evening, everyone. So we'll start with with the, you know, where can we start? But the, the two departures, not one, but but two. First of all, Greener, Brett Wileczka, let, let's start with him. He announced his intention to to go and join a, a German club. It, it's always sad. And, and, you know, when a player leaves and quits on you, and, and I see some of the fans' anger who said, you know, why is he quitting on us? But, you know, as he said in his comments, you can't begrudge him. He's, his club have got a chance to go to the DEL. He can further his career. He can, you know, he can enhance his reputation. While it's sad to be losing him, you, you, you as a former professional player, Dan, I guess you can understand where that thought process has come from. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, obviously you, you, you want people to be, you know, loyal and, you know, stick around like some guys do for, you know, three, four, five years. But, you know, I just think, you know, you see it in all sports today, you know, in the NHL and in, in football and in, I'm sure lots of sports and in just the real world, you know, money talks and, you know, hockey's a very short career and you want to try and climb the ladder as quickly as you can. And it kind of sounds like, you know, he's obviously going this year, but, you know, there's a chance he'll he'll sign again for the next season as well. So it's kind of setting him up more long term. And obviously it's a very good league. And like you said, he's just trying to progress himself. And I think, you know, I think if he was playing for any team in the elite league, he would have done the same thing. It's just a stepping stone to a better league. And, you know, unfortunately, because he's had such a good year and scored so many goals, it's obviously caught other teams' attentions. And um, he's off. You know, I, I always liken it to the real world and say, if you worked in a bank and another bank came along and offered you more money and a better pension and more prospects, you would just move. You know, it's not being disloyal to your bank, but, you know, you have to look after yourself. So um, I understand why the fans are frustrated. But, I mean, from his point of view, I can I can kind of see why he's done it. Yeah, like, like you said, it, it you know, I'm sure it'll be more money. But but Jono as well, it's a chance to progressive career as as we've seen that the, the team he's gone to have a chance of promotion to the DEL. You know, there's there's not many better leagues around Europe than the DEL. No, I mean that would have been a big pull for him, and um, because yes, like I say, they get promoted if he gets a contract for next season. He's he's playing in one of the top leagues in Europe, and you know who can blame him for taking that opportunity? Yeah, it's it's not great for us. He was. Our top our top goal scorer by a long way, twenty five goals this season, nine power play goals. You know it's a big big hole for the Panthers to fill, but it's a short career and you've got to make the most of it while you can. And as unfortunate and yeah, untimely as it is for us, he's got to look after himself. And the other one, Dan, that's gone, and and we start by wishing Craig all the best. He's returned home for a, a family emergency at the moment there's no time scale on his return you know I've seen some comments on on social media it's just something that the club or Craig can't answer and and nor, nor should Craig really he's gone home for a family emergency and he goes with everyone's best wishes Craig as well Dan will be a loss in in different ways I think after maybe a slow start to, to life at the club I feel like he'd begun to find his feet and, and okay he wasn't thrashing up all the points that Brett Wileczka was doing but he was working well in, in a shutdown role. And, and I just felt week by week, he was becoming 
you know, more valuable to the Panthers. Yeah, he was definitely, you know, improving, you know, getting better week on week. I think, you know, me and Jono talk about it quite a bit with, with that penalty kill. You know, Ooh. as soon as the Panthers take a penalty, the first two people over the bench every time, uh, Puffer and Matthew, you know, they're the two that always start it off if they're fresh. They seem to be like the the, the main combo that Corey likes. So, yeah, you know, it sort of t- takes a team. It's not all about goals and points and you know, I think if he's someone that maybe plays that checking role, you know, he's, he's a great guy in the room, very well liked, very nice guy, plays that checking role, penalty kills, chips in with some points. He's, he's he's probably turned into more of a role player. But like you said, I think sometimes you can miss that just as much as a goal scorer. So, yeah, I mean, obviously wish him, wish him well. And, you know, if there's a chance he can come back, I'm sure he'll be welcome back, you know, with open arms. But I think, you know, family comes first and, you know, go home and get that sorted and then uh, take it from there. From memory, I think he scored a, a beauty of a wraparound goal against Clan when, when Panthers came from, from two down to a win. Yeah, at home, yeah. And he, he and did. No, it was away. Just... It was the, there was one on the road, I think, he scored, didn't he? Oh, was it? Yeah, and then he scored, yeah it was. Yeah. He's, he's scored in a shootout recently as well. Don't yeah, know if Belfast, it was the one in Belfast that we won. Bel- yeah, Belfast. Yeah, he was he was pretty good in the shootout too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so he leaves with that with our best wishes. Greener, you know, so fans can be given for thinking, oh, look, you know, we've lost two players in a week. We're going to go into this Steelers game short benched, you know, relatively short bench. But can sometimes like a tough week like this, you know, the two defeats, then the two departures, you know, can it galvanise a dressing room? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it's just, you know, we've obviously had a bit of an up and down season, you know, the whole way and things probably haven't panned out how everybody hoped. But um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the best thing I think is that we've got two big games. You know, if we were playing two lower teams, you kind of get sucked into the way they play and yeah, we're down players and whatever. But I think the fact that it's going to be a, you know, your arch rival sold out crowd, massive game. I think the adrenaline alone will, will get them through these two games. I mean, obviously Brett's going to be a big loss, Um, but you know, people say about being short benched, but I know we don't have extra imports, but, you know, we've got good British players, you know, Jordan Kelso, Hopkins, Archie, they'll all play more. You know, we probably won't have less players than Sheffield on Saturday. We might have a couple of less imports, but, you know, it just gives other guys a chance to step up. Someone's going to have to play on that top line, on the top power play unit. And, yeah, I think sometimes you kind of lose a couple of bodies and, you know, it means guys are fighting for that extra ice time. And um, yeah, so, I mean, apart from losing, you know, obviously their individual skill, I don't think we're really going to be down on on numbers massively. Um, And and maybe it'll just give everybody a little boost knowing that they're going to play a bit more. Uh, The big question is, Jono, how do the Panthers beat the Sheffield Steelers? Score more goals than them. Brilliant. On to the next one. <laughs> well done. Oh, oh, the no. Answer. But no, but no, they, they, they <laughs> you know, they big crowd that, you know, they, they, a short bench Panthers side has got to find a way. I and mean, let's be honest, Steelers aren't in great form, but they'll be a wounded. They're not. What they've, they've got one win in the last five and they've yeah. lost their last three straight. So they're not, they're not in the greatest of form. They're, funnily enough, they actually got shut out for the first time this season in Belfast in their last game. Uh, and we got shut out for the first time this season in, in Manchester on last Saturday. So, yeah, very, we're actually very similar form-wise over the past five games. We've won two of the last five, but lost our last three. 
they've won one of their last five and also lost their last three. So form-wise, it's actually very, very close. But um, they, I think, have three more imports than us now. So they, they've got to leave three out. Uh, they've obviously brought Mark, Mark Libby of Allenbrand back in, which, you know, we know his quality offensively, but it's not like they were lacking in offensive talent anyway before they brought him back in. They, they uh, high, I think, equal highest number of goals this season, uh, um, best goals for average, along with Belfast. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how Aaron Fox manages that, but with who he shuffles around his lineup, who he leaves out, who he brings in, and. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see what what lineup they actually put out on uh, on Saturday, and, and I think for us, we've just got to to go out there, no pressure. I think everybody's expecting the Steelers to win the game, the, other than probably Panthers fans. I think every everybody else, and from what I've seen on social media, I think they're expecting to come here and you know just just win the game and take deep two points. We've got to show them that they're not going to get an easy game. We've got to show them that we are going to give them a game and we are going to try and score goals against them. And we have got the offensive talent there to do it. We've got quality all through the lineup. Why shouldn't we get a win on Saturday? Mm. Well, believe you me, there's, I think there's some Panthers fans I've seen on social media who think the Steelers are just going to turn up and uh, roll the Panthers over. And uh, I wonder, you know, it's times like these, there's a, there's a lot of experience in that dressing room, Greener, isn't there? It's it's where you look to those experienced guys to, to roll their sleeves up and say, you know, we we got to take responsibility here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, guys like Matthew and even like Luke Ferreira, you know, they've been around Caruso. Jeremy Welsh played at good levels, been around for a long time. I'm sure they've been in situations like this before, you know, especially Matthew, you know, whether it's Cardiff or here, he's he's won hundreds of games probably and lost hundreds against Sheffield over the years or, you know, and big games, playoff finals. And just like Jono said, it's, it's just about turning up, outworking them. And they have to use that as motivation, you know, Sheffield thinking they're going to walk in and win. It's almost good for us in a way because, you know, quietly we'll be thinking, you know, well, OK, well, we, we, we can kind of upset the apple cart and maybe Sheffield will be a little bit overconfident. You know, they've got to leave out imports and we're probably missing some imports. And like you said, everybody thinks it's going to be a whitewash or it's certainly going to be, you know, a win. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, the um, the veterans just have to get those guys up, just say, you know, we, we, we don't have a good record against Sheffield. We need to end that tonight you know, move on to Cardiff, you know, there's obviously some other tough games coming up, but, you know, you have to start with that first win and it would be a massive boost in, in front of a big crowd. Uh, and then obviously they've got the little bit of the break after Sunday um, with the, with the GB games and stuff. So it would be great for them to, to, to get some points this weekend and then maybe get a week off and get recharged. You look at the elite league table and, and there's still a, a, not a lot in it. I mean, Guildford do lead the way Cardiff are just, Four points behind now, and and then Sheffield and Belfast six. Seen a lot of Steelers fans outraged by their by what's going on there. I mean Tony Smith even uh, you know the Sheffield Star ran a story that Tony Smith had gone in to have a word with his team. I mean that they're 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 only six points behind Jono. They're they're title race 
is I know it's stuttering and I can understand the frustration, but it certainly ain't over. It's not over, but I, I think I can understand the pressure a little bit. I mean, they've they've not won a lot recently. They've won that Challenge Cup in 2020, and, and that's it. They've not won a, a lot of trophies in, in the past few seasons. You said and that I on think... the other podcast the other night. I just heard you say you're stealing the lines, the lines from the other podcast. <laughs> but it's true. It's a fact. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, but you know that there's a lot of expectation within that fan base and within that club. So that heaps a load more pressure on them. Uh, and you know they're not exactly known for being a patient fan base, a Steelers fan base. So, so I think they're piling the pressure on a bit. And I can understand why Tony Smith has probably had to go and say something. Would it happen at other clubs? I'm not so sure, but we all know that the expectation at the, at the Sheffield Steelers is massive. Yeah, I'd give my right arm to be six points behind the leaders at this at this moment yeah. in time. Um, <laughs> it, it is an interesting title race. I mean. A few weeks ago, Greener, I was, I don't know how many weeks ago, maybe a month, I was seeing Belfast fans fed up with their team, said that they just weren't good enough. And they've won a couple of the weekend. And, you know, they got four points from the Steelers that they've been on a roll, as we've talked about for weeks. You know, they are they are very much alive, you know, Belfast. Yeah, and they're obviously sort of on a bit of a hot streak at the moment. Um, and also, I think Cardiff, for me, they've kind of been the one that, I've almost been a bit dismissive of them just thinking, uh, you know, out of the top two or three, I don't really see them challenging. But you look now, they've, they've put a decent run together and and they're in second place. And, you know, they, they've had a few guys. I think they've still got Jardine out injured and Kugler. You know, if they can get one or both of them back, you know, I, I think it's, you know, the, those sort of four at the top, it's, it's really going to, I'm sure they still have to play each other quite a few times, some of them. There's going to be some massive games. But, yeah, I think we kind of thought Belfast, I certainly did anyway, Belfast were a, a bit far back and maybe Cardiff. But in fairness, they both kind of leapfrog Sheffield and and now they're right on Guildford's heels. So, yeah, I've gone from thinking it was Sheffield to thinking it was Guildford to now thinking one of those two might sneak back in. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think really for all those teams – they really just can't afford to drop any points now. You know, every weekend for them is going to have to be a three-point weekend minimum, you know, if they have two games. So it should make for a fascinating end to the season. And, um, yeah, I, I can't remember a season where it's come down to the last sort of 15, 18 games and there's so many teams, like, still in the hunt. Yeah, it, it is great at that end of the table, absolutely. Uh, Greener, Jono, uh Jono, Greener touched on it earlier about, about Panthers going to Cardiff. Um, well, I mean, I know we're jumping ahead of the, the gun here, but but what do you think it could do to the team if they could get three or, or four points this this weekend in, in terms of the running and their belief? It'd be massive for momentum and huge for confidence if, if they could. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. It's two really good quality sides and Cardiff are on a great run of form at the minute, uh, Sheffield not so much, and also it depends, you, you know that there's going to be an incredible amount of emotion on Saturday night, as there always is with uh, Panthers-Steelers games it's how much does that take out of the team before they then have to travel to Cardiff for another big game and get up for that on Sunday um, so you know, it, it's, it's going to be difficult but if we can get points 
out of both games, if we can win both, that would be absolutely huge for, for the for the team, I think. Greener, you've you've played in those big games. I mean, how did you find or maybe there's no kind of right answer to this because every game is different, but but did you feel like a team that threw their heart and soul and mind into the emotion of a Panthers Steelers game was successful? Or did you see a team that that maybe took the occasion away and concentrated just on the fact it was to win a hockey game. Uh, Maybe with different, you know, that you give a different answer depending on your set of teammates. But do you see what I'm saying? Where do you think the more successful teams were? The ones that threw their heart and mind into the rivalry or the one that kind of rose above it? Uh, Yeah, I think sometimes you can get, I know Corey's big on this, you can get carried away in the big games. You know, we play Sheffield at home, obviously a loud crowd and, you know, everybody would be up on the bench shouting and screaming and, and he would just be like, just calm down. Like, don't, you know, because you, 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 I mean, the game's not quite like it was back then, but you know, you're, you're wasting your energy almost on, you know, the the emotion of the game and the crowd and everything where it's just like, just settle down. I mean, obviously the crowd at our rink really helps us when it's going and we're winning. It's like, having another go on the ice but yeah I think sometimes you just have to you know when the crowd's going nuts like it obviously does in our ring just take a sit down for a second because that's when guys make rash plays or you know take penalties or make mistakes because they're so amped up so I think I think sometimes you're right it, it, it can be a, it can be really good and you know the emotion can carry you through it but I think sometimes as well it can drain you a bit and it, you kind of get sort of caught up in the emotion of it and the game kind of passes you by. So I know Corey always used to be very before a game, you know, between your shifts, sit down, don't shout at the refs, don't shout at the other team, just, you know, take those two, three minutes recharge and then go back out. So I I think he'll be, he'll, he'll be on top of everyone. Um, But yeah, it should be very, very interesting game. Can't believe you weren't at training today, Greener, and there was dogs. I know, yeah, I love dogs too. You timed um, that wrong not to be down at training. I know, yeah, I, I did see that, but um, yeah, timed busy. that badly. You're a busy, busy man, aren't you? Good to have the uh, guide dogs down with it. I was, I was waiting for you to agree there that you're a busy man, and then you just kind of blanked me. Oh, sorry, yes, <laughs> yes. It was, it was that, awkward, sorry, it was that awkward, si- awkward silence there, wasn't it? It was just like... I, I, didn't, I didn't think Get it was it. a question. I thought it was no. just a statement. I kind of uh, was, I suppose. I was waiting for you to tell me like what you were doing. I mean, you know. oh yeah, lots lots of massage today. I'm afraid so. So yeah, but I did see, I did see the guide dog. So yeah, excellent cause, and I'm sure, I'm sure that would have perked a lot of the guys up. I know there's a lot of uh, dog fans down there. Yeah. A few of them own dogs, so <laughs> there, there was there was tripping over themselves to get yeah get the yeah, dog. I've never seen guys go back to the dressing room to come out to do a promo so quick. Normally it's like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll go and shower, I'll be out, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guys have been brilliant this year doing promos, uh, but literally they were like, they ran in and then ran out and then they were there with these dogs. Um, but it w- was great. And I'm sure, you've, you know, people who follow us on social media uh, have seen a, a few bits and, and bobs. Um, we'll just touch a bit, actually, b- b- before we finish on on, on GB, because, because that's a, around the corner. Um, in, interesting, you know, we, I did a little feature for the, for the program, um, th- this, this week, um, and obviously did a little, little feature on Mike Hammond and, and his views. 
Um, but but one thing a, a lot of people won't know is is Halbert from Coventry, born in Nottingham. Uh, he left Nottingham when he was not even one, uh, apparently, and his family went to, to North America. Um, so great little connection there that, that someone who uh, was born in the city, uh, however many years ago, 26 or 27, I think is something like that, is coming back. Karina, how, how much do you think that these games, you know, are, are great, you know, for people in Nottingham to see? Obviously, the World Championship is going to be huge. That's just around the corner. Uh, but how great is it to see international ice hockey in, in the city? It's great. I mean, I've I've had so many people saying that, you know, they're obviously want to want to come and it's it's very rare you get to watch GB. You know, I, I love seeing all those guys and, and and watching GB, but you know, obviously normally the tournament's not here. And if they do have a couple of friend, you know, games before they leave, they're kind of dotted around or Coventry like this time. But um yeah, I think I think it's great for the team to get together. You know, I know how close they all are and um, you know, they're all really looking forward to getting those five, six days together. Um, I'm sure they're not all looking forward to playing three games in three days when they have a bit of a break, but I'm sure they won't all play in, in all the games, obviously. But um, I think it's it's vital for Pete to see them uh, and, you know, to maybe get some ideas on players and lines and, and, and things like that. So, but yeah, I think it's it's obviously to have the world championships being hosted here is amazing. I think it gives us a really good chance to go straight back up. I'm sure all the games will be well attended. You know, it's a great facility. Um, and, and I think the guys will like, it. you know, they obviously haven't got to travel after the season. Um, so yeah, hopefully that the, all three games go well. I don't think they'll be too concerned about the results necessarily. It's more no. about, you know, form and chemistry and just kind of getting the guys together. But yeah, I think they'll they'll all enjoy it, and um, I shall hopefully be at the game on the Sunday in Nottingham. So I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's a, it's a four team tournament that the Euro Ice Hockey Challenge. Uh, people have pulled GB up on why is it called the Euro Ice Hockey Challenge and and Japan are in it, but that's the tournament. That's what it's called. It's been called like that for for decades. GB are just hosting like a, a leg of it. Uh, it's Japan, it's Poland, and Romania along with GB. But GB. Uh, the game in Nottingham is against Romania, 4 p.m. face-off a week on Sunday. Just finally, Jono, another nice thing that's happening, something, a team I know you have a lot of connections with, the Nottingham Lions. It's not just Panthers-Steelers, which is which is on Saturday. It's the Panthers, it's the Lions against the Shimiters on uh, Saturday as well. One o'clock start. Um, that'll be yeah. great. The, the, in recent years, I know the Lions haven't had much chance to play out of the main pad, but that'll be in the main pad. Panthers season ticket holders can get ticket for three pounds, I think. Otherwise, it's five pounds for adults. Um, but it, it would be great if if Panthers fans or, or any hockey fans could get down and and look at you know some of the experienced lads. Obviously, they've been around for a while, like Luke Thomas, uh, Ben Wilson, but also they're the younger that you know up and coming lads that may one day feature for the Panthers. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure Luke uh, Sheldon or, or Matty Bloor will be starting in that as well. So uh, it'd be good to see see them playing playing in that in the arena. I think it's the first time they played in the arena since before the COVID lockdown. Uh, I remember them playing Billingham in, in there, and there was uh, quite a reasonable crowd. But but it's huge for the Lions if, if people do do get down and they do get a, a big crowd. You know, a, a nice time on a, on the saturday one o'clock yeah it's it's cheap i mean t- ticket prices are the cheapest by far in the in the nihl you know five for an adult is a great price three pounds if you're a panther season ticket holder uh, and i know that the lions would appreciate 
anyone who, who can go down and support them uh, on, on Saturday. It'll be a, a great, it'll be great to see. Um, they, they will certainly appreciate any support that they can get. And, and don't forget the, the kids that you see on there, they may be playing for the Panthers one day. And that's always something to bear in mind. Mm. Great stuff. Well, there you go. We'll leave it there for now. Um, we'll be back with you. Uh, for the Panthers post-game podcast on Saturday after the game against the Steelers. But for now, see you soon.